0: All right. Before we get too in depth in the message, the show, the information, the uh, reaction, the arguments, the fights, the hugs, the loves, whatever, let me uh, let me lay out the kind of path of the show today because it's going to be a little bit confusing. Good morning, Josh Elmer. How are you, man?
1: Good morning. Are you hanging in there, my friend,
0: bro? I am not in a good place right now, but it's only—it's—it's it's not like my my emotions. It's not like my uh, my my head. It's just I'm tired. I, I can't think of any other way to put it. I mean, I am I'm tired. Last night after the game, if you missed the crossover, we um, the, the 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 plane either weather-wise or something. I'm not going to pretend to understand the travel world, but the the plane was gone, and so we ended up bussing back from Waco, which, again, isn't a bad trip. But whenever, you know, you, you leave at 11, 11.10, 11, you got to stop to switch buses in Fort Worth, though it wasn't a, a, a massive exchange. It can um, it can be a little bit tiring whenever that alarm goes off uh, to get ready, not just for the show but for travel today at a little bit before 7 a.m. So a little haggard, Josh, a little tired. But uh, as USC Brian likes to say, one tired dude doesn't stop no show. So hi- here we go. Here's the announcement. And I'm only, I'm only laying this out because I want to be clear and transparent. Literally, I'm like a, a dad running errands and the show is the backdrop today. Is that kind of a, a weird way to put it, but also a fair way to put it? Let me explain. So there was this, uh, I, I guess it was a comedian slash like, Instagram comedian that went viral because he showed up at the either the Grammys or the Oscars or something, and he, and he was dressed like he just went shopping, like he had his wife's Walmart uh, Walgreens bag or something. I feel like you're getting that true glimpse inside of, oh, yeah, there, there's things on travel days that you have to do around the show today because um, we'll be in studio for a little bit of the show. We'll be mobile for a little bit of the show, and then I'll just be gone. Is kind of how this thing works out. <laughs> we are we're, we're we're running to the studio, Josh. After running to the studio, we got to run and meet someone to pick up equipment. Then we got to go by and and grab one one shirt, one shirt that I need to take with me, and then we'll finally be at the airport to catch this flight. Does that not just seem like a honeydew? It's it's the plank show. Honeydew list or need to do version on a on a rainy t- Wednesday. How's that? Or wait, what is today? Yeah, Wednesday on a rainy Wednesday. How's that sound? A honeydew version of the plank show.
1: It sounds borderline criminal that this is right. happening to you after last. I night. know,
0: right? I know. It's well. He, I, again, and in in I I don't need the. The world's smallest violin played for me. I'm going to call a game. I'm going to L.A. and I got to call a game last night. I'm not doing manual labor. I'm not out in this uh, this this gunch that is the, the the weather here today. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to put left front in front of right, right foot in front of left, and 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 get by. But also in that, you know, I may, may, maybe could have been a little bit more thorough, Josh. In getting the laundry done just in case something like this happened. Now, I I will say, I feel like that I needed a, a, a skosh more information on two things. Number one, if I had known that this was something that had happened last week to the OU women's basketball team, then, right, that might set the expectation that, hey, just be prepared. There could be a travel snafu. And if there is one thing that we learned from my travels to Waco with basketball. Last year, I'm kind of the mush. I remember, that was the trip when the uh, the, the, the snow came in, or uh, icy, rainy weather, and they didn't have a plane, so we had to get on a bus, and we had a bus to Waco, and we were a little bit late for the game. And then on the drive back, we had to end up staying in Fort Worth because we had like a, a, a six-inch snow dump and no one was prepared. So I, I might just be the mush when it comes to road trips with softball, or with ba- uh, women's basketball. But I, I feel like if I would have known that, that that this had been an issue, I might have gone a little bit more in-depth in my packing. And then, um, I'm not going to lie, there was a point last night when we were on that bus, because there was some debate about what was going to happen after the game, right? Uh there was a debate about whether or not we were going to uh, wait on a plane. There was then a debate as to whether or not we were going to go to Fort Worth, stay in Fort Worth and get up the next morning and bus back. And then there was some debate about whether or not we were going to bus on through, you know, me, um, I suddenly, when they're like, Hey, you know, we, we may go to Fort Worth and we may stay. I start doing the math in my head and I'm like, bro, if we don't leave, by like seven AM on Wednesday morning, I'm gonna be in big trouble to make my flight to LA. So there was a lot of things that were compounded on it. But no, 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 it's we'll be good today, man. How how was so announcement? So it's gonna be a weird show. It's gonna be a weird show. I just it so so jump on for the ride. It'll be worth it. We'll have fun. Got a lot of good topics to get into. We didn't tap out just because I'm tired. And I don't think. What do we get the uh, essentially the Connor and Josh show at 11 a.m. this morning?
1: That sounds about right. Connor and Josh at 11.
0: Beautiful. Um, did you happen to t- since
1: we're on it? Did you happen to take in any of the women's game last night? I caught your call on the way home, so oh. I I had just finished up Crosstown clash wrestling, and, I, you know, I I actually I sat in my driveway to uh-huh. listen to the end of regulation and then flipped it on once I got inside and listened to overtime. But I couldn't leave. I, I was stuck Dude, until the end of regulation. You had me. I, I, don't, I,
0: I don't know just, I don't know th- how they did that. I mean, literally every single run that the OU women's basketball team had last night was countered with a Baylor run. They, in that, in the first half, in the second half, you felt like they would get to four. I mean, off. And by the way, oh, by the way, other sidebar, Josh, the stats went down last night, too. So, to recap, every stat goes down in the building right at tip off. Planes not there to take us home. And we drive from Waco to <laughs> Norman in a bus. And then once we get to Norman, I had my car parked at the airport. So, we had to go to the airport to get some of our cars. Good times, uh, but but hey, it was after a win, and Toby always jokes about it. But he's right. I'll do anything after a win. You telling me I got to walk home from Waco after a win? All right, we'll walk home. I might get tired, but we'll walk home. Um, that game was wild. I mean, I I want to say even the the halftime lead was four, and out of the locker room at halftime, Baylor went on like a seven zero eight zero run. So it's. And then when it would get to, to ten or eleven, or I think their largest lead was twelve. Then oh, you would have a six zero run or a, a, a an eight zero run, or maybe it was like a ten to two run. And the next thing you know, you looked up and it's a one possession game. And you get to that one possession game, then all of a sudden Baylor goes on a run. It was as and and pardon my language here, but as my 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 grandpa would always say, it was the damnedest thing. I can't really think of any other way to put it. It was like, huh, well, isn't that something? Because you just you, – you felt every piece of momentum that Oklahoma was able to, to gather and gain, Baylor had an answer. The, they, had a, they had a girl that hit, I want to say like six threes last night, that had hit four combined threes in all of her pre-Big 12 games. She surpassed her season high by like 10 points, and, I, I, and she had, I'm trying to say this in the kindest way possible, Josh, she may have had the ugliest jump shot I've ever seen in my life. Is that a kind way to put that, or do you think that still kind of borders on maybe being a little mean? Because that thing, that jump shot was gross, but yet it was effective, and it was killing us last night. But Oklahoma found a way, man. And now, with the uh, way things can shake out tonight, the Sooners have an opportunity to move into the top spot in the Big 12. If Texas loses to Texas Tech, then the Sooners will slide into first place. And that's pretty awesome. But Tech is not very good. Texas seems to be rolling now. The only issue that you might have or I guess the, the, the positive issue is Texas played incredibly well against Texas. Incredi- they've dominated Texas. Well, I, I shouldn't say dominate; They beat them when they played them. So maybe they can pull it off and help the Sooners out. But before we um, before we grab our initial timeout and go all in on the celebration last night and the record breaking and then the Thunder still winning the game and uh, everything that went into a historic moment, the, the, the one major takeaway that I has as somebody who is now ready – and headed to shift responsibilities. I'm left lane, hammer down, uh, softball the rest of the way, and if they need me in anything else, I'll be ready to go. But I-, I hope the crowds continue to grow for this team. Make it clear this isn't a this isn't a you're not supporting the team enough. I'm not saying that the crowds have been better and they're good. This isn't a the L- Lloyd Noble Center. It something needs to be done. Not, no, no, no. I'm just saying this team. This iteration of the OU women's basketball team—Taylor Robertson, Anna and Maddie Williams—down the stretch for their final nine games. Now, I think it's like twelve games left in their careers. The the youngsters that are starting to to make an impact. The uh, the fact that it's a starting five, and and you know what? Probably unfair to me to just say Maddie, Taylor, and Anna because Liz Scott has become like the fourth piece there. And without Naveya Tot, they don't win that game last night. She was awesome, but you know, I, what's the what's the Bernie Sanders meme? I come to you once again asking for your financial help or your financial support. Um, here at nine fifteen on a rainy Wednesday in Norman, I come to you once again asking for you to support the Soya Women's Basketball Team. If if your complaint has always been that you don't want to go support a team that's not winning, they've checked that box off. They are, they're winning. They're the 13th ranked team in the country right now. If your complaint is, well, I don't like the Lloyd Noble Center. Get you out there for like five games. There's six home games left. If your complaint is, ticket prices are too high. Go to sooner slash tickets There's really good deals to be had. I Josh, you watched them, we've covered them, we've talked to Jenny a lot. Um, this is a team that deserves a great crowd the rest of the way. And I hope they I know I know weather's going to play factors. I know that there's going to be excuses because I have them too, all right? But I feel like, Josh, this team has earned that right to to be supported like they deserve.
1: The 11th time already that they've eliminated and won, erased a double-digit deficit and won under Coach Jenny Bronchak wow. the past two seasons.
0: For those of you that always say, oh, I want exciting brand of basketball. I ain't going to go for these defensive games. I want billy ball. This is a women's basketball version of billy ball. It's really fun. So, there's my sales pitch. I had a blast. We've got a busy show ahead of us. Uh, The coffee is kicking in. Let's talk LeBron. And I wanted to share the way that I experienced the record breaker last night because it was really cool. He's Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. It's the ref. On a Wednesday, the home of Sooner fans. All right. What did you make of the decision last night to stop the game?
1: I mean, you're talking about a massive, massive NBA I milestone. I, I didn't I have agree. a problem. I with didn't it. either. I, I actually thought it was pretty cool.
0: I did too. Um, th- there was one thing that I that I kind of kept seeing on on Twitter, and I don't know. I don't know whatever anyone needs to. Say to make them feel better about it,
1: but I don't, I don't. Oh, think- I'm really happy it happened against us. That
0: <laughs> no, 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 which was actually kind of funny. You know the people that were like, "NLA thought that OKC was just gonna lay down." I'm like, Have you ever watched the Lakers play this year very much? <laughs> hey, they're terrible. Okay, <laughs> that's not a good basketball team. So the whole idea that they would think anyone would lay down for them is hilarious. But yeah, it was, um, it was really cool, man. I. A lot of people were mad about the, about the stop the game celebration. I think I saw a handful of people. I think our man Drew England was hot about this too. It was, uh, you know, Michael Jordan would never stop the game for anything like this. But I, you know, the way that LeBron seemed to embrace it, I'm, I'm sure that he didn't say no to it when they were like, Hey, we're going to stop the game, but I'm not, I I didn't have a problem with it. I kind of. I'm Lakers fan, but as you can tell, quite a disenfranchised, disgruntled Lakers fan. So, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to come away from this getting too you know upset on either side of it. I, we were having the old goat conversation on the drive. Oh. Taylor Maples, that would be awesome. Hold on a second, breaking news. Um Yeah, um but I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with it at all. It wasn't something to me, Josh, that when I came away, I was like, gosh, man, freaking LeBron. I was like, he just became the all time leading scorer in NBA history. Oh so yeah. I think that's that's something that you celebrate. He Boy LeBron's become a bit of an overcusser, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, the uh the F bomb was interesting.
0: <laughs> it was like it was perfect. I mean for Kind of how he's, his brand recently, but yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, well, that's 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 a little different. LeBron, <laughs> dropped that bad boy in the middle of of a of a celebration of one of the greatest moments of all time.
1: I don't mind I I don't mind a good f bomb. I
0: I don't either. I also
1: do feel like <laughs> was it necessary? But hey, I'm not upset about it.
0: It was. It almost was one of those moments where you felt like he said, hey. Hey, Bronny! I don't. I can't remember his other kid's name now. Watch me slip an F bomb into this. Watch it. We're gonna do it. We're, we're gonna slip it in here. I thought. I thought the pictures, by the way, of Kareem waiting for the record to be broken were awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kareem wants to be anywhere else but here. <laughs> but it does. I, I mean, you had last year. You had the three point. Record broken. Most three-pointers made in a career in Steph Curry. This year, you had the all-time leading score erased. And I don't know, Josh. As as cool as everything was last night, and as much as the national media, them guys, tend to truly dwell on LeBron even in the offseason... I kind of felt like you have this moment where, hey, you can talk about him This is a time where you guys can incessantly talk about your stupid Izzy the Goat conversations or not. And it's popped right in the middle of Super Bowl week. And it's almost as if, eh, that's really cool. Anyway, Eagles Chiefs Sunday. I just It, it seems like it very much became a, yeah, cool, yeah, but kind of a story. Really? I mean... Again, everyone has expended all their resources to be at the Super Bowl. Extended, excuse me, all their resources to be at the Super Bowl, but...
1: It probably doesn't help that the Lakers are as bad as they are. Oh, they're so bad.
0: They're so bad.
1: If LeBron was doing what he's doing, and they're fourth in the Western Conference, and then all of a sudden, last night he sets the record, it would be the only thing Right, people were talking about. But I do think it's gotten it's gotten... A little bit of a damper just because they're just not good.
0: Right. They're just not very good.
1: And it happened against Oklahoma City, which, yeah, there's a lot of excitement, but, you know, it's not not the Milwaukee Bucks right now.
0: It was, It's not like this was LeBron v. Giannis posting him up. Everyone was wanting LeBron to do a skyhook to try to break the record, but could you imagine if he missed and then every time down the court he's just throwing up skyhooks to try to break the
1: record? It would have been. I don't know. In retrospect, I don't know why he wasn't doing that.
0: that would that would have been hilarious. It's like LeBron, oh the sky, oh he missed, he misses on the sky hook, gets the ball back, another sky hook, oh he misses, he gets the ball back, just keeps keeps trying sky hooks until he breaks the record. That
1: might have actually improved Kareem's mood a little bit, right?
0: Kareem's like, ah, oh, see, he told you this isn't an easy shot, told you this thing's hard. But history last night, man, history in Los Angeles, uh, and again, we're not, we're not a big NBA show, we're. I mean, we're 30 minutes in and we've talked women's basketball and a rec- it took a record-breaking moment to kind of push LeBron to the front, the top half of our sports page, if you will, today. And again, as we've talked about a lot on this program, Thunder demanding our attention. Let's see if they can knock on the door of that play-in tournament. And as we've talked about quite a bit, it's not like you're well out of the mix of even a top four seed right now. What, a three, four game difference? But not gonna be something that we overanalyze. Boy, what a win for the Thunder. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, what is it now? They're one game, they're a half game out of the, the play in tournament and you're only three games out of fifth. Yeah, you're three games out of the fifth seed right now. Three wait, is that right? You're three and a half out of the four seed.
1: Yep. Three and a half out of the So four.
0: it's it's not like you're in a situation where where this team isn't knocking on the door of the playoffs. I mean, they are knocking on the door. And not just at the play-in tournament. They're knocking on the door of the playoffs.
1: Ah, heck, Plank. We're only four and a half out of third. Look out.
0: Here we go. Ooh. Lance Zerline dropped his mock draft. He's got Will Levis going to the Raiders. Don't know how I feel about that. I think the Raiders are going to draft Drew Sanders. That's my new updated projection. I think they're going to draft a linebacker out of Arkansas.
1: And I think that'd be a very, very nice pick. All right, so
0: anyway, back, back to last tonight. Anything more to add on it? I, it, was, it was really cool for me because we were, we were driving in the bus and we were just getting from uh, out of Waco towards Fort Worth, and I'm watching LeBron break the record while I'm sitting next to Taylor Robertson and we're watching it on her phone. So I'm watching LeBron become the GOAT of scoring in the NBA – with the greatest three-point shooter in the history of college basketball and Aubrey Jones we found out last night is the biggest LeBron James fan on the planet. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was just it was a really cool moment to to watch that. It sucked having to take a bus uh 4 hours after you know thinking you're going to be home in a in a smooth hour, but things like that kind of kind of made it worth it, man. It was it was really really awesome to see. I'll tell you what, I'm not here to spend the rest of today's show trying to put this in, in, in some sort of perspective or tell you how you feel about it. If you've got emotions and takes on it, you can always hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. But LeBron becomes the all-time scoring leader, and I don't, I don't know if we're going to see anyone eclipse it because it doesn't seem like he's slowing down. Here's the stat that caught my eye, and then we'll move on. One final number for you. Think about how old LeBron James is. Think about where he is and where most people are at his age in their career. LeBron James is 38 years old. Just turned 38. And he broke the all-time scoring record. Wilt, when he, and this is good from Nick Wright last night, when Wilt surpassed 30,000 points, he was averaging 13 points per game. When Dirk did it, he was averaging seven. Michael Jordan was averaging 20 points per game, but it was with the Wizards. And Kobe Bryant was shooting 36% for the floor. Carl Malone was a 13-point-per-game scorer when he cracked 35K. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whenever he cracked 38, was averaging 10 points per game. LeBron James breaks the all-time scoring record at the age of 38 when he's averaging 30 points per game in back-to-back seasons.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's insane. That's insane. Yeah, insane what he's continued to do. All
0: right. Anything else you want to add to it? I got some audio from it we can share later in the top five. Well, I'll be out for the top five stories today, but uh, that we can share a little bit later if you want. But just historic. I think I think for me, a moment now, just based on where I was and who I was with, I'll never forget. Laker fans seem to be kind of like, eh, all right. We can get back to this game at some point. And in the end of Thunder won the game and put themselves right on the cusp of the playing tournament. All right, quick break. When we come back, your texts are done blowed up over this. Plus, are, are we seeing th- two things that I found myself digging into quite a bit last night? And it's a real nerdy football conversation. It involves NIL and involves Jaden Rashada. But are you ready for it? Can we do it? No doubt. All right, all, right, all right. We're going to get into that because the Andy Staples podcast on that is jaw dropping. Jaw dropping dropping it's all real man it's all real what does it mean going forward for college football we'll dive into it coming up on a busy wednesday edition of the plank show all right one honeydew list checked off
1: one done
0: which means now i can hang for another segment in the 10 o'clock hour before hitting the road maple's kind of saved the day there for me i'm not gonna lie
1: appreciate that
0: there's nothing though there is nothing, though, that makes me more frustrated than whenever I get really comfortable with, like, a piece of equipment and all of a sudden it's like, hey, we need you to use this now. Like, what? <laughs>
1: Why? You get used to using the opposite Why? equipment and they switch yeah, it up on you?
0: This is it. This is, I love this. All right. Um, we need some air comfort solutions, uh, texts. Let's do it. 405-651-3439. Um, here, here's, a, here's a few. Thanks for talking women's basketball. I don't think they get enough attention. Ginny is building something special. No doubt. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, it's – I I saw someone last night. I think it was the, the guy who was getting mad that we were talking women's basketball. And I'm not telling you that you have to like it. I'm not telling you that you have to think it's some sort of advanced form of hoops. I like the people that are like, oh, huh, real sports talk shows talk women's basketball. Yeah. I mean, guess what? We're going to talk softball, too. And, and the gymnastics coaches in every single day. Or every single Tuesday. I'm sorry if, you know, your, your manliness can't take hearing about a women's sport. It's, it's tough for some people sometimes. And I just think they really, truly deserve your support. I'm not saying you have to put them on a pedestal. And call them the greatest thing you've ever seen, I'm just saying they're a fun watch. And Jenny's awesome. And Taylor Robertson's awesome. And Maddie Williams is all. Awesome. I mean, they're just fun people. So you enjoy it.
1: They rank third nationally mm-hmm. points per game. Right. And, again, they've got the 11 double-figure rallies in the last two seasons. So you're never out of a game. There's going to be a lot of points scored. There's plenty of star power on this team. It's a fun group to watch. It is. That's not just sitting here trying to – Blow smoke up everybody's backside. They, they are a fun team to watch.
0: Angry Ronnie with a very simple text. Four to two score. You hillbilly see that basketball game last night between Weatherford and Anna Darko?
1: Yeah, what's the story here? Was this just like mutually agreed upon between the two coaches?
0: I mean, I, I guess there's a couple of things that I'm very confused about. Um, Weatherford was 18 and one. How could Anna Darko only be two and three? How can one team have played 19 games and the other team only played five? That can't be right. Right. Okay. So, I I mean, I would assume that Anna Darko was trying to drag it out, minimize possessions and win the game. Or was it, to me, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's that's two coaches trying to make a statement that we need a shot clock.
1: Yeah, it's gotta be. I mean, it has to be.
0: How can it not? That was obvious what they were doing. I felt. I felt. But, again, I'm, I'm not the smartest when it comes to understanding the why behind not having a shot clock, especially in, in today's... Basketball world and how cost. we've advanced. Uh, cost is a big reason. And it was wild to me talking to some of the girls last night. Um, Beatrice Colton plays in 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 playing in Kansas her high school ball in Kansas. They just started the shot clock this year. Aubrey Jones, when she played in Iowa, they didn't have a shot clock in bath in high school basketball period until this past year. So it, I mean, I understand it might cost, but we got to at the very least do something. They four to two Dean Smith must be so happy right now. They just run the four corners all night long. All yeah, right, baby. Dean Smith's rolling over in his grave in in celebration. All right. Everything, everything else on the text line is LeBron related. Well, most everything.
1: LeBron, LeBron, LeBron.
0: Marietta Sooner writes LeBron Le- LeBron's record should have an asterisk. How many three-pointers did Kareem have during his time? I can answer that for you. Like, one. Um, I actually, I, th- I think he had a couple. Still, but I get your point. I mean, Pete Maravich is, is one that stands out, too, right? As someone who never had a three, but as a jump shooter, was what he was.
1: Averaged 42 in college.
0: Right. Um yeah I, games evolve, so I don't have as big of a problem with that. I don't think you're gonna start putting asterisks on it for the three point line.
1: I think if we were five years down the road, and again, to go back to the Nick Wright comment, you know if if LeBron was averaging nine point seven points and he's basically just spotting up and shooting threes in the future and we're five years down the road. Okay, but I mean we're talking about a guy that's averaging 30 points right now.
0: By the way, it was one for Kareem. I was right. He had he made one three-pointer throughout his, his career. career.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, when did they uh, when did they add the three-point line?
0: 1979-1980 season.
1: So, so he had it for like 5 years or whatever.
0: Yeah. Which it's so weird for me because as a little kid growing up, you know, whenever I was you know, 10 years old, we would watch. I felt like we watched a lot of NBA. Maybe we really didn't, and it was only the finals that I can remember. But I felt like Kareem played, like, forever. <laughs> but in my lifetime, he really didn't. right? It's mostly just watching highlights of him and video of when the Lakers used to be good. Um. Oh, wait, hold on. Here's Oklahoma Jones has checked in. Fan support, a crazy loud environment, a full stadium or arena makes a huge difference in the success of a team. Players feed off it. Opposing teams make mistakes because of it. Proper fan support can literally help teams win games. You know, it's kind of weird. We say that, and we go to Waco, and there's three national championship banners hanging on the wall. Yeah. Right? There's... And their crowd wasn't any better than our crowd was. So, I don't know if it's – and and again, Kim Mulkey's gone. And so, they got a little bit of their swag that they've lost the last couple of years. And, oh, by the way, Kim Mulkey's LSU team is undefeated. And, yep. And packing the stadium right now. It's mm-hmm. a show. But it's just it, – it's tough, man. And, and again, I, I, I'm very – you know, Kendall always brings this up, and I think it's a great point. I'm very cognizant of y'all's budget and – the price it, it, it takes. I mean, gas is is a roller coaster right now. One day it's like ooh two eighty nine. The next day it's like what three twenty. What <laughs> you know? It's like moves all over the place. So that's tough. And it, it, school nights. I, I get all your not excuses, but I understand all the issues. But man, I just I feel like there's enough people still out and about that we can we could pull them in to watch this basketball team. This women's team is fun. Um, from the nine one eight. LeBron's always been about his own glory. He's the self-proclaimed best player ever. Meanwhile, the rest of the world knows Michael Jordan is. He he didn't dub himself the king. I think that turned a lot of people off pretty quick. Let me ask you this.
1: The SP, the SP boat, self-proclaimed best of all time.
0: Do you think that if, Instead of Ohio, it was Oklahoma. And instead of Cleveland, his career arc started at OKC and it came back here. Don't you think it'd be like a completely different world? Most of that, and it's wild because he's in Los Angeles now. Most Laker fans are like. Ugh,
1: not a real Laker. He's not a
0: real Laker. I'm like, who gives I don't real, who do you want? Carlos Boozer?
1: He won your ring. big Mouse yeah, ring.
0: I mean, I, I guess my point is we're going to be more apt to be like, yeah, that's our guy. But because he's not and he played for someone else, you're like, terrible, self-proclaimed. Because if he was doing all this and it was it was Kevin Durant and he never left, and then when he did leave, he came back and won you a title, I mean, everybody would be singing his praises. So I think there's a lot of if he was on your team, you'd be all about him, outside of Laker fans, of course. Outside of Laker fans for some unknown reason.
1: Uh, well, LeBron has been the driving topic or force in professional basketball for how many years now? I mean, definitely since the decision, right? Oh, and, yeah. And arguably maybe a year or two before that, though, probably it was still Kobe and uh-huh. those Celtics teams with with KG and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. So, But from the decision on, it's been LeBron, right? That everybody's sort of focused and talked about most of their attention to. So people are just sick of it, I think. I, and, and and
0: I want to make this very clear. We we oh my gosh, we're doing this two days in a row. What's going on with this show? Uh USC Brian called yesterday and, and we got into the quarterback conversation because we were playing and we got more Brady clips today from his conversation with Bill Belichick that maybe we'll get to. But the um the idea of the greatest uh NBA player, or, I'm sorry quarterback of all time, right? We had that conversation. And it was it was interesting Josh because, you know, USC Brian was Tom Brady's not the goat, but he did throw Warren Moon in there, which which threw a little bit of everyone off,
1: a little bit of a wrench for a little those. bit of a wrench.
0: Um who would you throw in there on the NBA side? Not quite as because I'm a big Kobe guy. And you know, someone hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, and they said, the, "Oh, here, I'll make sure I give my proper credit before we grab a break." Uh, they said, "Scoring the most points isn't the same as being the greatest of all time." MJ is the goat. Enough said. And that's a lot of reason why, like my goat conversation is, it's like MJ one and and Kobe two, and I, I like LeBron, um, a lot. And I think he's great. Kobe didn't care about anything other than basketball. Well, I know you'd point out an incident in Colorado, but I mean, literally, that dude. How many people do you hear in any other sport talk about LeBron James? And do, you don't. But you hear about the Mamba mentality. You hear about you know grinding like Michael Jordan did. I just those things resonate with me for some corny reason. So I agree with that. That last text.
1: Well, and then, you know, look, he just got passed on the points list, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he's got to be in any conversation.
0: Wilt Chamberlain, right? Doesn't he? But Bill so-
1: Russell because of the, the the rings.
0: This is a heck of a June conversation. We're having two – we're burning all of our good June material, Josh, and February. Somebody just texted,
1: Wilt's the goat, you know. Well, I mean, Wilt's the goat for a lot of reasons.
0: But, no, I completely see what you're saying. Juno, you know, I guess I also learned last night – Two two wild stories that I learned last night. Number 1, I'd completely forgot that the Eagles were on the verge of moving to Arizona at one point in the 80s. And the second crazy story that I forgot about was that Wilt Chamberlain did not like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and was not happy that he broke his record.
1: Oh, really? Oh,
0: yeah. You ought to hear the speech that Wilt gave the night that he that he that he won. I've got it. It's
1: play it. Yeah. It's, I it's hear we'll it. we'll,
0: fi- we'll play it when we get back.
1: Just fear full of salt.
0: Well, he's just yeah, exactly. Exactly, just salty, man. Well,
1: he he was, and they were both that, big men. Wilt was somebody that would hold a grudge. Now, right? I mean, remember, uh, for years he wouldn't go back to Kansas.
0: Real? Oh, right. Because of the, was it that? Was that the claims of racism or no? I, that was
1: I, I. I don't remember the okay. backstory. If somebody help us out there, and that might be right, but I, I don't know that.
0: Right. I just I probably shouldn't just fired but I remember there being some issues on that front
1: but for years I mean just would not go back do
0: you you want to hear it now before we break it's only 51 seconds long
1: (laughs) yeah yeah okay
0: this is uh,
1: (laughs) hold on where's the plug
0: there's a plug Uh, so you heard Kareem's speech last night pretty pretty eloquent sure what you'd expect what you would expect here was Wilt Chamberlain's 40 second speech to acknowledge Kareem Abdul-Jabbar breaking the record
1: Thank you, I'm not going to take a lot of time because
0: time has uh, been taken already. I want
1: to say that all you people out there think you know how great the feat was that this man just achieved last night. I know how great the feat was this man achieved last night,
0: congratulations (laughs) Kareem. I know how great the feat was. I had accomplished cool. it. Actually, now that I listened to it today, I don't think it seemed as salty as it seemed when no. I was passing it around the, no, bu- the bus last night. That's pretty good. Dang it. All right, quick break. Uh, it is, whoa, whoa, it's 9.52. Got a break. It's Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Hey, typically on Thursdays, we spend our day at Caven's Construction, but we'll shift for the month of February to Wednesdays. Today, though, with my travel schedule, um, Steelman's got us covered, but Cavens Construction, uh, nonstop rain over the last couple of days, so maybe you might find out, oh no, I got a leak after the rains end. Maybe you see you got a little black mold that's developing. Cavens Construction has you covered. Water remediation, roofing, maintenance, environmental construction. Learn more today at CavensConstruction.com or Cavensgroup.com. And as always, our one of the Plank Show is brought to you by Van Who's Fence. Mark and Tessa, they've got you covered. 405-735-1167. Or see their work online at vhfence.com. Uh, Tracy, can we move on to other topics? The NBA is so woke. LeBron only cares about the scoring record. MJ and Kobe were built different. It's from Terry and Edmund. Well, good news, Terry. When we come back, I am moving on to a little college football. But keep those texts coming. I know that uh, Josh and I will talk more about it next hour because I think when the all-time scoring record is surpassed, I I think it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's okay. But, Terry, hang with us. I promise at some point we shall move on. Maybe. All right, when we come back, Jalen Rashada. Jane Rashada and what it means and his saga and just how in-depth was it. Good stuff from Andy Staples. We'll share it with you next.